0: we pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. I want an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. We've been studying in the book of 1 Thessalonians and we're currently in chapter... We've done two broadcasts in this chapter, and we'll continue there today and look into a perfect uh, truth for the season of life that we're in. I tell you, our redemption draweth nigh. We're living in such pivotal days, such unprecedented days, such perilous days, but thank God we know this world's not our home any day, any moment. It's imminent. Jesus is coming for you and I who are saved, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. In First Thessalonians chapter four. While you're finding your place there, I'd like to invite you to visit Help for Today. The website address is Help the Number Four Today. Dot O-R-G, helpfortoday.org. This is a free resource put together by the staff of North Valley Baptist Church and the faculty of Golden State Baptist College. These men and ladies have taken time to prepare articles written with you in mind. You go to the website, you'll find categorized, indexed articles that will cover topics, just pretty much any topic that you could ever want to be covered. It'll be there. Type in what you're looking for, and you'll find something there on Help For Today. Also, I want to ask you to subscribe. There'll be a pop-up box that appears, and it's free. Type your email address in, hit the subscribe button. This will put you on the free Help for Today mailing list, and uh, I like it. It'll come to you in the morning. We'll send you an email with an article in it. I get these early in the morning as I'm doing my Bible study, and as I've told many times on this broadcast, I use those as devotionals for my day. And you can do that as well. Read your Bible, then read the Help for Today article, and then go to the website and visit it over and over and over again. Now, here in First Thessalonians chapter number 4, Paul has been talking about living a life that honors Christ, increasing more and more, uh, not not remaining the same, but growing in grace. And how do we do that? How do we live a sanctified life? How do we live a growing life? It's through the power of the Holy Ghost of God. Verse number 8 talks about that He's given us His Holy Holy spirit. And because of that, we follow in verse number 9, we ought to love one another. The Holy Ghost of God ought to lead you to love people. I think it's safe to surmise, somebody who's bitter, critical, always causing fights, divisions, and quarrels is not spirit-filled. Now, we ought to contend for the faith, but you don't have to be contentious with one another. And if you can't get along with other Christians, friend, can I say, you are not spirit-filled, that's just Bible. Sorry to drop some Bible in today, but anyway, that's just right here in the book. The Bible said that we had to live a life with peace uh, with one another. Why? Because there's a lost world that's looking. They're watching us, and our testimony is at stake, and if we don't have a testimony, we don't have anything. We have to have that testimony, and Paul's writing, and then he gives us, just like at the end of chapter 3, an encouragement to live this kind of a life, at the end of chapter 4. What is the motivating factor? What is the encouragement? What is the principle that keeps us practicing this truth? It's the same here as in the previous chapter. Jesus is coming. And it's not that Jesus is coming a million years from now, though he could. It's not that Jesus is coming tomorrow, though he might, but that Jesus could come right now. And because of that, we had to live a life that glorifies God, honors Him, and is a good testimony to the lost world. We'll pick up our reading here in verse number 13. He said, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. He's saying, I, I don't want you to be uh, in the dark on this thing. I want you to fully understand concerning them which are asleep. That means those who've died. That's just sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Have you ever attended the funeral service of a lost person? I mean, just outright lost. Have you ever seen the family of that person grieve? It's a very hopeless scene. It's a very helpless scene. It's a very horrible scene to see those sorrow that have no hope. Can I say, you and I as Christians ought not sorrow over those who've died in the Lord with hopelessness, but rather with hope and expectation, i'm glad this world is not our home we're just a passing through and the death death is just the doorway to eternity which is heaven for the child of god that's not a hopeless scenario man that's a full of hope scenario heaven paul said i he said i'd rather depart be with christ he said that's far better heaven that's what's waiting for you and i have hope streets of gold Have hope. Gates of pearl. Have hope. A mansion built by the hand of God. Have hope. A name in the book of life. Have hope. No more pain. Have hope. No more cancer. Have hope. No more sin. Have hope. No more separation. Have hope. Love. Grace. All of these things perfected, personified. God in person. We get to see him. Jesus is there. Have hope. Verse 14. First if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, do you believe that? If you believe the gospel, have hope. Even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. One of these days, our Lord is coming. And we're going to talk about that in in the remainder of the chapter. But whenever Jesus returns, those who've died in the Lord, their bodies will be resurrected. Thank God their soul, spirit's there now, right? We understand to be absent from the body is to be present with the who? the Lord. Their bodies resting there in the dirt. It's decayed, that shell, if you will. But thank God for resurrection, and the body will rise, the dead in Christ. We'll read that in just a moment, verse 15. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. This isn't Paul, this is God's word on it, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord, shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself, thank God it's him, it's him, it's him, the Lord himself, shall descend from heaven with a shout. What's that mean? It's like that sound of the trumpet. We'll say here in a minute, there's a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. What's a trumpet do? Well, a trumpet, several things. Number one, rise up. When that bugler blows his trumpet in the morning, the soldiers rise up. Not only do they rise up, but thank God they rally together. They'll be caught up together. And then what do they do? They remove, they march on, can I say in one of these days, the trumpet of God's going to be blown? Thank God those dead in Christ are going to rise up. You and I that are alive are going to rise up. We're going to rally together in the sky. And then we're going to remove, we're going to get on out of here. For the Lord himself should ascend from heaven with a shout. That same Jesus they crucified. Thank God he rose from the dead. He ascended to the right hand of the Father, but he's coming back in the clouds for the church. Hallelujah. Say amen right there. With the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise. Some of you listen to me right now. The dead in Christ. The dead in Christ shall rise first. The graves will open up. All those who've been buried, I'm talking about burned <clears throat> at the stake and the depths of the sea they've been thrown, uh, torn asunder by animals in the arena, that's okay. God has the ability, if he can speak the world, world into existence, he has the ability to gather every particle of every body decaying in the ground, and he'll bring those bodies up out of that ground. Thank God they'll be raised, and they'll be raised incorruptible. First Corinthians tells us, a resurrection body. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. Think about that. A flight without an airplane, transportation on silver wings. We'll go out of here, lose all gravitation, be caught up. You know what draws us up? It's the Holy Ghost inside of us. That's right. There'll be some folks who act saved who aren't. They're not going to rise up. What draws us up to where Jesus is? The Holy Spirit of God, the earnest. That's our expectation. That's our, uh, that's our uh, seal into the day of redemption, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Ever be. I like that. It's eternal life. It's eternal bliss. It's eternal peace. It's eternal rest. It's eternal comfort. It's eternal perfection. Ever be with the Lord. And here it is, verse 18, wherefore comfort one another with these words. Can I say that's, that's a message for messed up days. That's a promise for perilous times. That's a season, or a storm rather, for a stormy season. Comfort one another with this thought, Jesus is coming soon. I remember hearing the illustration about a young lady overhearing her parents, and they were talking about Jesus's imminent return. And by the way, we believe that. We believe in the pre-tribulational uh, rapture of the church. Jesus could come at any moment. She heard her parents over talk, uh, talking about that, overheard them speaking. And they noticed that she was gone. They looked everywhere for her, and finally they found her, and she was looking out the window into the night sky. And they said, Honey, what are you doing? And she said, I heard you say Jesus is coming, and I wanted to be the first to see him come. Can I say you and I need faith like that little girl? The Bible is not just black words on white paper. It's the very word of God. And this book right here tells me, promises me, Jesus is coming soon. Thank God for that truth. Well, tune in next time. We'll take the step into chapter 5 of First Thessalonians. And until then, this has been Pastor Cooper asking you to keep on praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California.